This week's episode is a response to a listener who asked, how do you not let your mood go from being great to pissed and standoffish when you know that they're using or you find things they didn't tell you about? Oh man, I so deeply understand the struggle with this one. You can be having a great day, enjoying your relationship, enjoying your life, and then they order a beer at dinner or you find evidence of drug use in the house and your whole demeanor shifts. That can be very tough to recover from. So I'm going to break down exactly what steps you can take in this situation. But first, it's really important to know why you have that change in mood. So most of you would probably agree that you can be in a great mood until your partner does something that you don't like. (laughs) And because they did this thing or because you found out about it, your mood changes. That's what you think. You think that your mood is caused by what they said or did or what you found out about. But that's not the case. Your mood, also known as your emotions, are only ever caused by what you think about the things that you observe your partner doing. I've had many different thoughts about the actions my former partner took when he was using drugs, and they all made me feel a very different way. In the beginning, some of my thoughts were, oh, he's clearly struggling with something. I should probably be empathetic about this and support him. And that thought made me feel, surprise, empathetic and supportive. Then my thoughts changed to, wow, this is really scary and I don't like it and I want him to stop. And that thought turned me into a control freak. (laughs) I felt very afraid and I felt the urge to know what he was doing and do everything I could to make sure that he didn't use. Then I had thoughts like, well, I can't control what he does, so I need to figure out what I want and what I need for myself. And that thought made me feel a lot more calm and focused. And that eventually my thoughts became, that's really too bad that that's the choice that he made. And it's time for me to remove myself from the situation. That thought made me feel a lot of acceptance and confidence in the decisions that I made next. So if you feel your mood shift to an emotion that doesn't feel good, and has you becoming standoffish, it's important to know that your partner's behavior is not the cause of your change in mood. Their behavior is just something you observed. It doesn't mean anything until your brain tells you what it means to you. And what it means to you is based on your own lens that you see the world through, your past experience, how you grew up, all of that. That all colors what you make things mean. And when your brain gives you a thought about what it means, that is what creates the emotion that you now feel. So you don't have to change your mood. You don't have to change the way you think about your partner's drug use, but it's very important to recognize that your partner is not the cause of your mood. Even if that's a good mood, by the way, it works both ways. They don't cause you to feel bad, but they also don't cause you to feel good. Everything they do is just stuff and your brain is always interpreting it and making you meet, making you feel either good or loved or excited or disappointed, frustrated, angry, all that stuff. So 
Again, it's important to recognize that your partner is not the cause of your mood. It's the thoughts that you think and believe that are the cause of your mood, positive or negative. And you know what? This is great news (laughs) because now you know that your mood is not a slave to your partner's behavior. You are not sentenced to a life of emotional misery just because your partner drinks or uses or lies to you. Now, you can't change what they do, but if you want to, you can change how you think about it and that will determine how you feel. So I'm gonna break down the steps of what to do when you notice that your mood has shifted after you observe your partner doing something that you don't like. First, you're gonna let yourself feel whatever you feel in your body. If you're angry and you're feeling a rush of hot energy in your chest, or you're anxious and you feel your whole body go numb, you're gonna take a minute or two and just let yourself have that experience without trying to do anything about it or change it. I recognize that this will not be easy at first because you're likely going to want to get rid of this uncomfortable emotion in your body. It's even implied in the way that the listener asked the question. The question was, How do you not let your mood change from great to pissed? (laughs) Implying that feeling pissed is a bad thing and should be avoided. But you don't have to suppress or ignore or get rid of your uncomfortable emotions. All you need to do is let your body feel them on purpose. So if you want more details on the how of how to do this, listen to season one, episode 49. It's called Grief and Guilt, but the main point Uh, of the episode is teaching you how to process your uncomfortable emotions. So check that out. So that's step one. When you see your partner do something you don't like or find out something they didn't tell you, you want to let yourself feel whatever you feel without trying to do anything about it or ignore it or push it away. You are allowed to feel however you feel. So honor that. If this is the only thing you practice for the next like three months of your life, it will be well worth it. I promise. (laughs) So next, if you really do want to get to the point where their drinking or use does not negatively impact your mood, then you need to be aware of what thought you're believing in that moment that is causing your mood to change. And once you become aware of it, then you can question it and play around with whether you want to keep believing that or maybe try out some other things to think about or some other ways of thinking about it. As I was learning this concept when I was in my past relationship, I recognized that the main thoughts that caused my mood to shift from great to pissed or scared was the thought that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. So if he used, my thought was that he should not be using. If he asked his dad for money, my thought was that his dad should not give him money because then he'll just spend it on drugs. If he didn't answer the phone, My thought was that he shouldn't be ignoring me. (laughs) So my brain was always offering that everything that was happening should not be happening. (laughs) Except it was happening. And I couldn't change that. He was doing drugs. I couldn't stop that. His dad did give him hundreds of dollars in cash. And he did spend it on drugs. And I couldn't change that. He did ignore me sometimes, and I couldn't make him call or text me back. I realized that it doesn't help me at all to believe that these things shouldn't be happening because they were happening. 
And when I accepted reality, then I could decide, okay, given the current facts of what's happening, what do I want to focus on? What do I want to create in this situation? What can I control? And how can I give myself what I need in this moment? So the truth was that I could not count on him to change his behavior so that I could feel better. So I had to count on myself to think and act in ways that were emotionally and practically supportive to me. So that's step two. Step one is allow yourself to feel whatever emotion you feel. And the second step is to recognize the thoughts in your brain that created the emotion that you're now feeling. The third step is to decide how you want to take care of yourself in that moment. So I just gave you these questions, but I'm going to tell you again because they're really powerful in shifting your focus from feeling bad about what's happening to feeling focused on what you can do about it. So ask yourself, given that I cannot change what my partner is choosing to do in this moment, what do I want to create for myself? How do I want to take care of myself in a way that has nothing to do with changing my partner's behavior? What do I have control over? And what do I want to focus on? Here are some examples of how those questions can help you. If your partner is making a choice that you don't like, but it's something you can live with in the moment and you've already decided that you want to stay in the relationship and try to improve your relationship, then ask yourself, what kind of relationship do you want to create in that moment? Do you want to create connection or disconnection? If you want to create connection, but you also want to honor your feelings of discomfort, then you can lovingly excuse yourself to go process the emotions that you feel, maybe even journal for a few minutes, and then come back and decide how you want to interact with your partner in a way that creates connection. So maybe this is offering to watch their favorite TV show with them. Maybe it's giving them a hug and a kiss before you go out and spend some time with your own friends. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to involve a conversation about what happened. It can simply be one act of kindness or love or generosity. And it could even involve you saying, hey, I feel uncomfortable about this, but I love you and I want to feel connected with you even if I don't necessarily agree with your choices. On the other end of the spectrum, if your partner makes a choice that you don't like and it either is actually putting you in danger or is a major breach of your personal boundaries, then ask yourself, what do I want to create for myself in this situation? Like, do I need to create safety by going to a hotel? Do I want to create a boundary by not allowing them into my home? Do I want to create a completely different result in my life by ending this relationship and pursue a healthier relationship that is a better fit for me and my values? So when you ask yourself these questions, you don't waste any more time thinking that your partner should be different. Instead, you focus on how you can create a different result for yourself. You empower yourself by taking back your agency in the situation. So... That's my long drawn out answer to how to manage your mood when your partner is using. You feel it on purpose, you identify what thought is creating that feeling, and then you give yourself a new focus by accepting reality and looking at what you can control. 
Now, this is the exact process that I teach my clients in depth over five months of the Your Partner's Addiction group coaching program. It's inevitable that actually putting these principles into practice is easier said than done. (laughs) So that's what coaching is for. It's to teach you the concepts in depth and then help you put them into practice in your life and then troubleshoot the obstacles that come up along the way. It takes some time and intentional effort to really change the dynamic in your relationship and change how you respond to life. And being in a small group of five to 10 other people who are also going through the same issues that you're going through can really help this change go so much faster as you learn from each other's struggles and wins and their failures too. The next group is starting soon. So if you'd like to put this into practice in your life and not let your partner's addiction ruin your whole day or week or year, (laughs) click the link in the show notes and schedule a free consultation with me this week. You can also go to my website, carolynivers.com and click join the program and then you can schedule a consultation with me that way as well. But the link, the direct link will be in the show notes, so you can just use that and that'll just be easier. So on this call, on this free consultation, we'll discuss how the group works and figure out if it's the right fit for you and where you're at in your life now. So that's all I got for you this week. I'll see you next time.